0: What is up, my friend? Welcome to episode number 49 of the Anthony John Amex podcast. This is another Sunday sermon edition, and today we're going to be talking about the key to overcoming imposter syndrome. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome
1: to the Anthony John Amex podcast, helping entrepreneurs break through to new levels of peace, power, and profit. Prepare to open your mind to the proven tactics and strategies the world's leading intellects have used to avoid a stagnant career and achieve a life of freedom, purpose, and success. It's time to increase your levels of power with your host, Anthony John Amex.
0: All right, welcome back. I'm gonna get raw and real on this episode to create some distinctions that I think may really serve you and to really like stepping into like this whole new level of peace power and profits into your life and into your business. Now, before we dive down the imposter syndrome rabbit hole, I want to let you know I've written a book called Mindset is Not Enough, and you can get the entire book for free by going to ajamix.com book. And when you do, it'll make actually the rest of this whole episode a lot more impactful. So again, just go over to ajamix.com book to get the entire book called Mindset is Not Enough for free. So with that being said, let's get into the meat of this episode. Now, I talk with so many people from various walks of life and who have achieved various levels of success. I mean, I work with millionaires. I work with some people who are just getting started. And one of the things that every single one of them have in common is that they feel like they're an imposter at one level or another. Like they all suffer from imposter syndrome and it's kind of crazy. Now, if you don't know what imposter syndrome is, let me just drop the official definition for you. Is defined as a psychological pattern in which one doubts one's accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a quote-unquote fraud. Now, when someone feels like an imposter, they are usually afraid that someone else is going to find out that they're not as good or not as smart or not as talented as someone thinks they are. And as a result, they then let that fear of the thing that they wish they weren't or that they wish they hoped they would never be, they allow the fear of that thing to drive them. And they build all of their successes in response to that fear. Like it's in response to proving and defending that that deep fear is not real. Now, for many high-achieving people, and I was one of them for a whole bunch of time, I'll just tell you, like, all of their successes, a vast majority of their successes are built in response to the fear. And for me, like, it was a fear of not being good enough. Because after all, if I wasn't good enough, would the people that I love the most, would they accept me? Like, if I was not good enough, could I even accept myself? And for many years, I went on a journey to create quote unquote success in order to defend and prove that I was good enough. Like all the success I experienced in the music industry, all the success I experienced in the social media marketing industry, all of my initial success, even in building a coaching business. Now, the problem with building businesses in response to imposter syndrome is the pressure you feel it actually just kind of gets old after a while. Like the pressure just builds and builds and builds and building your dream starts to feel like you're pulling this 200 pound weight uphill every single day. It's like when you get out of bed, it kind of feels like you're like there's this hungry wolf who's chasing you every single day and you're doing everything that you can to not get eaten by the hungry wolf. Can I get an amen? Like maybe you can relate to this. This is what feeling like an imposter felt like for me for many, many years, and it's also how many of my clients tend to describe it as well. Now, in spiritual and personal development circles, it's been said that what you resist persists. Now, for many years, this never really made a lot of sense to me. For many years, it was just like this was something people said just because it kind of sounded cool and it kind of sounded smart. So let me see if I can give you some personal examples to see if I can help this make sense to you. For many, many years, I set out to accomplish things to prove to my dad that I was good enough. Like when I was about 8 or 9 or 10 or something like that, I created a belief system that I was not good enough and that I needed to achieve things in order to be good enough, in order to be accepted by those people that I cared about, those people that I respected. So I set out to create and to achieve to prove that I was good enough. Like everything I set out to do, everything I set out to create, everything I set out to achieve was to defend my worthiness for existence. And in this, I created some really cool successes. Like I set out to get offers from record labels and radio play and boom, knocked that one out of the park. I set out to create a business where I could work from anywhere in the world. Boom, did that one, got the t-shirt, checked it off my little list. So I I got some payoff from creating from this place of attempting to prove and defend my worth. Like I got some payoff from taking action to keep people from knowing that deep inside my soul, the reality was I just didn't feel good enough. I felt like I was this skinny, awkward white boy. And see, the thing was, is I was terrified of people finding out that I wasn't good enough because deep down... That's what it felt like, like regardless of the external results I created, there was still this feeling deep within my soul of not being good enough. So for me, the payoff of resisting that part of me that didn't feel good enough, the the payoff was I generated some results, yet the cost was no matter what I accomplished, I still felt like I personally wasn't good enough. Now, another example of this, it actually just played out a few weekends ago, believe it or not. Like my family and I, we went over to one of my favorite coffee shops here in Richardson, Texas. It's called Communion. It's a great little place if you're ever in the Metroplex in Dallas. Stop by Communion. Uh, Fantastic place. So like when we were there, you know, I grabbed my personal favorite, which is a Cortado and my wife's personal favorite, which is a latte. And so we took my daughter over to play in like the kids area and this family who we didn't know with two kids like they showed up and they were like thinking about "Ah, we may go play over there and so with all of the covid like stuff going off i looked at i looked over my wife and she goes do you think they would want to play with zyra our daughter and i was like you could ask them if like they're down for that i'm cool with it if you're cool with it she's like i'm cool with it i'm like well i'm cool with it so let's see if they're cool with it and so she you know asked them like yeah we're cool with it so we started talking uh together as our kids started playing with one another Now, the husband was like this super nice guy. He was a mortgage lender with some company. I don't remember the name of the company. Normally, when I'm talking with employees, I start feeling, I don't know, just like a little awkward (laughs) because I create a story in my mind and in my heart and in my soul that employees don't understand me. Like, they're not gonna understand my business. They're not gonna understand what I do. They're not gonna, like, understand the challenges I experience. And when I tell that story, when I do this, I start to feel like an outsider and so after talking for a while with this guy about life and work and like other small talk right eventually they packed up their stuff they packed up their kids and they headed home and I was sitting there telling my wife like man what is such a nice guy what's such a cool family like you're super nice people yet I asked her a question I was like hey babe why is it that I feel like an outsider like why is it that I feel like no one gets me And in that moment, it kind of dawned on me, like deep within my soul, I was afraid of being mediocre and average. And I judge people who are employees because I don't understand why they don't want more out of life. Now, the truth was, is I judged the dude. Now, to be clear, this had nothing to do with the guy, super great guy. He may have been like living the life of his dreams. I don't know because I didn't have the courage to ask him because I was the one who was pretending to be the outsider. So the thing is, is this whole scenario had everything to do with me. It was this beautiful mirror for me to see another aspect of myself for where I was feeling like an imposter. Like when we find ourselves pointing the finger, blaming or shaming another person, we must remember that there are always three fingers pointing right back at us. And in this case, I was judging myself. I realized I wasn't loving or fully accepting the part of me that is mediocre, the part of me that is average. And as a result, some of the results that I was creating was in resistance to proving and defending that I am not mediocre or average. And again, this had a payoff on one level because I produce results. Yet it also came with a cost. And that cost was that my results felt like they were forced to an extent. So it was a little bit of distress and disforce, intenseness to everything I do. So in seeing this, I decided, like, man, I, I get to accept this part of me who's what that's terrified of being mediocre. Like, I don't want to resist this part of me. I know where that goes. So I came home and I used a process uh, called fire breathing that Jonathan Heston helped me develop. And we teach fire breathing within our flagship program called Project Shift. And this allowed me to be and accept the part of me that was terrified in being mediocre and average. Because if I didn't allow myself to be with that part of me that was terrified of being mediocre, I knew that there's always going to be like this internal angst, this internal stress, like this lack of feeling free within me if I was this creating results in resistance to this part of me. In Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30, Jesus says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light." Now, when I did fire breathing, which is this breathing process that guides someone into the pit of their deepest fear and allows the breath to guide them to the light, I found that rest that Jesus talks about. Like, I realized what Jesus was saying here. Come to me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now, way too many people are attempting to create results and chase their dreams because they feel like they have to prove or defend something that they are not. And for some people, they spend their entire lives caught in this trap. Yet when you turn inwards to be and to fully accept that part of you, you learn to overcome imposter syndrome. I'm here to tell you that being with that part of you is what destroys the feeling of feeling like an imposter. Like so many people fall into the trap of having a neutral event happen in their life and then creating stories and meanings around that event which in turn create feelings and they're scared to death to allow that thing that they feel they must prove or defend to be true about themselves. And so they stay stuck in a never-ending pressure loop of force. Neutral events, stories and meanings, and stressful emotions. Neutral events, stories and meanings, and stressful emotions. Never-ending, day after day after day after day. And for those who take radical responsibility and believe that life happens by them, what they tend to do is they try to read a book or go to a seminar or hire a coach to fix the pressure. Yet the only way to truly resolve the pressure is to heed the words of Jesus, which is to take upon his yoke and to learn of him. For he is meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And the only way I've found to tap into that is to go within yourself and learn to fully love and accept the part of you that you are terrified of being, or the part of you that you wished you weren't, or the part of you that you wish you would never be. For this is bringing unconditional love to that part of yourself, which is what I believe Jesus was actually all about. It's what I believe that Jesus was trying to say, like bringing unconditional love to all parts of yourself. And I found time and time and time again, when coaching my clients through this, that every single person has the capacity within themselves to be with their shadow no matter how dark or heavy that that shadow may be. And in doing so, I watch them time after time after time after time overcome imposter syndrome forever. Like when I was with that part of me that was terrified of being mediocre, I realized there is not a bone in my body that can be mediocre. Like it's impossible, like probably physically impossible For me to be mediocre, for my soul just has way too many desires that it wants to experience on this planet. And by experiencing this and accepting this, I now have a newfound freedom in choosing to create things simply because I choose them. Like I'm no longer resisting the part of me that's afraid of being mediocre. Now, if you get what I'm sharing with you today, I know you'll be able to destroy feeling like an imposter forever. And as a result, you'll experience more peace, power, and profits in your life and your business. So my invitation to you this day is this. Where in your life are you resisting a part of you? Like where in your life are you working to prove or defend that you are not the thing that you're afraid to be? And by accepting this part of you, how much more joy and freedom and purpose and fulfillment would you experience on a daily basis? Well, my friend, that's going to do it for this episode of the Anthony John Amix Podcast. Now, don't worry. Just because this podcast is done doesn't mean that you have to stop learning about how to break through to a new level of freedom and purpose and success. I have an Instagram account where I'm dropping new stories pretty darn frequently. So head on over there to simply type in at aj amyx and you'll find my instagram account follow me over there watch my stories and you'll find some great videos and content that are better than what a lot of people actually make you pay for so please go check that out on instagram right after you listen to this podcast and thank you so much for being here until next time my friend i'm out peace
1: That's all for this episode of the Anthony John Amix podcast, but we have plenty more to help you achieve a life of freedom, purpose, and success. Head on over to ajamex.com for exclusive resources, information, and tools to break through to new levels of peace, power, and profit. We look forward to having you back for the next episode of the Anthony John Amix podcast. Bye for now.